Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. So we got a little instant post game going. Indiana with a two point win over the Red Storm of St. John's. Nice work. Brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Kent Sterling. Get bonus. Refer friends. Get bonus. That's mybookie.ag. This is different. Even if Indiana would have lost, I would have said it was different. The attitude of this team, the energy of this team, it's different. They should have locked it up in the first half. There's no doubt about that. They were up by 14. Should have run away with the thing. They had death score. I'll tell you what death score is. It's 39-25. I've never seen a team lose when it went up 39-25. That's how much basketball I've watched. I've, I've sat through so many games, AAU, high school, college, pro, whatever. And and 39-25, I've never seen anybody come back from that. 39-25 tonight, I had nothing but confidence that Indiana was going to come back. How about these things? How about these guys? Christian Lander coming off the bench because Xavier Johnson got into foul trouble. Four fouls. Lander comes in, kind of cold, did really good work. How about Jordan Geronimo? There was a stretch for Indiana where Geronimo hit a three, Got a rebound on the other end, outletted it kind of from his back to Lander. Lander brought it up, went to the rack, sort of finished. Really, really nice work. Indiana has got to find a way to shoot the ball better from the foul line, from beyond the arc. Tonight, from the foul line, Indiana, (laughs) 10 of 19. Not going to beat a lot of good teams shooting 10 of 19. Along with 16 turnovers, along with with allowing 12 offensive rebounds for St. John's. But let's not talk about the negative stuff because there was so much good, right? Trace Jackson Davis, terrific, 18 and 10. Uh, Miller Kopp hit some shots tonight, two threes. His first two threes is a Hoosier. He had 12 points. Race Thompson with 15 points, five rebounds. Uh, and, and Tamar Bates in the first half with his 11 points. He was really good. He looks potentially like a special player. 
There is a lot going on with this Indiana team, and I like almost all of it, other than the obvious stuff where it comes to shooting foul shots and knocking down threes and and occasionally pissing away a, a possession via a silly turnover. We saw that happen some. But this was an important game because St. John's plays a different style of basketball. St. John's gets after you. Once Montez Mathis got ejected, two things happened. Number one, St. John's got aggressive. And when St. John's got aggressive, the whistle started going towards St. John's. And that game fundamentally changed. And as St. John's kept revving up the pressure, right, and the aggression, was Indiana, last year, Indiana would have folded under that pressure. This year, not so much. I just thought they were really good. I wrote some notes during the game, like teams different. Win or lose, this is different. Still can't shoot threes or make free throws, but effort is good. Energy is excellent and collective. I never thought, and, and this was not true when Tom Crean was a coach, and it wasn't true when Archie Miller was a coach. I, I thought during a lot of games, the guys were looking for theirs. There were guys who just wanted to shoot the basketball and fill their stat sheet, and that's what they were about. I haven't thought that, even in the Eastern Michigan game, which was not Indiana's great, glorious moment, but I never thought once that Indiana was playing selfish ball, was playing me-first basketball. I like the way Mike Woodson treats these guys. Like when Xavier Johnson picked up his fourth foul, Mike Woodson was standing like this. And Johnson walked by him. Woodson didn't look at him, didn't pat him on the ass, nothing. There was no like, hey, you're going to be okay. None of that crap. He was held accountable for what he did. If you got three fouls, you can't pick up a fourth. And when he picked up the fourth, Christian Lander came in. And Christian Lander did work, right? He only scored the, uh, the one bucket. But it was a good bucket. It was a big bucket. I thought he played pretty well defensively. Now, Champagne was really good. He was terrific. Looked like a first-team Big East type guy. With how many points he have? 30? 32 tonight. That's a lot of work for a guy like that. He was terrific. And, and Indiana found a way to answer every time that St. John's got close. St. John's never led after 3 nothing. That's a big night for Indiana. That's, this is something that would not have happened with Archie Miller as a head coach. And not to make it all about the head coach, because it's not about the head coach. It's about the kids. And, and it's about those guys going out and buying into what Woodson's selling and, and going out and delivering a win in front of a really good throaty Simon Scott Assembly Hall crowd, right? It sounded like Assembly Hall again, which is really, really cool. You, you got that in waves a couple of years ago a few times and, and under Tom Crean a few times. Obviously the Kentucky game, obviously the 2012-2013 team, the Big Ten championship team. Uh, after that one, you thought, you, you heard some things. But there's a difference, and I, and I think it's a response to the collectiveness of this team. And I think it's really cool. I think those guys are holding themselves accountable. I like Xavier Johnson. I think he's terrific. I like Parker Stewart long, and he's going to be able to shoot it. I thought Miller Kopp was really good shooting the basketball, and I thought he hustled. He gets in transition and hustles. Um, uh, and it, it, here is something that I, occurred to me that I thought was funny. I think Tamar Bates is special, too. I agree with you. Please, you, know, you want to send comments, send comments. I love them. 
uh, controversy going on saying the cheer section was saying. I don't know what they were saying. But the Smith kid is the one they were directing him at, and he hit five of six foul shots. Once, If you're yelling stuff at a kid, and the kid knocks down two buckets, stop yelling. It's not achieving the result that you desire. Anyway, the, the broadcast team of Kevin Kugler and Stephen Barda, when Indiana was rolling, I thought these guys are doing a great job. I love Kevin Kugler, and I really like Stephen Bardo, both as a human being and as an analyst. And I liked him as a player when he was at Illinois, right? When Indiana kind of started giving up that lead and all of a sudden it's tied a few times down the stretch, I thought, these guys, why don't these guys shut the hell up? I've had about enough out of Kevin Kugler. You know, (laughs) if Indiana was playing well, I thought the broadcasting was excellent. When Indiana stopped playing really well and St. John started playing really well, I started getting a little bit angry at the broadcasting. You know, that's just being a fan sitting alone watching a damn game, I guess. Um, Oh, geez, he's dating Chase Jackson Davis's ex. I didn't know that. Uh, So they're yelling sloppy seconds. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. You know what? He made five of the six foul shots. I don't know. You, you learn things online, and, and you turn them loose during games, and sometimes maybe they work, sometimes they don't. I couldn't understand what the guy was saying. Ugh, that's not so good. You know, if you took, uh, get back to basketball, Bates and Geronimo, Bates in the first half and Geronimo in the second half, you had a guy with a hell of a game, right? I think Tamar Bates, Tamar Bates just looks special. He looks like he's different than the other guys on the floor. I like him a lot. And, and, uh, I, and he keeps getting a little bit better. Yeah, and, and you know what? Top 25, top 20 schmive. I get it, Greg, and it's good to be happy about that. But what I'm really happy about, it, look, this would have been the same team if they would have lost tonight. And I would have felt the same about them if they had lost. They didn't. It's far better to, you know, win and learn than lose and learn. But what they learned tonight, I I think, is really, really important. And that's how to play against a high-pressure team and do it successfully and move the basketball successfully and get it to people who can score the basketball and not give away possessions. 16 turnovers, far too many. But you know what? Did they have any? I don't think they had any in like the last 10 minutes. They were on 16 with a long time left in this game. I love it, the the way that they played, especially down the stretch, the way they sealed this one. Uh, Johnson missing one of the free throws. He was an 80% guy at Pitt, so that's going to be all right. Poor Trey Galloway is right. And, and I completely disagreed with Stephen Bardo when he said that that wasn't a flagrant. Geron, or, uh, uh, Galloway goes up. And the defender for St. John's grabs his arm and pulls him down when he's in a vulnerable position. I thought that that move, and, and I, I get it, Steven, Steven's terrific, but you know what? Uh, you can do that. I, in soccer, I would do that. In the moment, like in a split second, you'd say, oh. and consciously, it, it happens that quick. But you know how to put a guy into physical peril. 
and and keep him from getting to the getting to the soccer ball and making. And I, I I've done it over and over and over again. I've done it in slide tackles, popping up just a little bit and catching a guy's heel or his foot as he came over the top. I, I've done that. I I cannot believe that the guy for St. John's didn't grab Galloway and pull that arm down in an effort to drive him. I, I think that it was an honest effort to keep him from making the shot, but it's still a flagrant foul. And to say it's not, I think it's just preposterous. So, um, yeah, I, and I hope he's all right. He had ice on his wrist, and, and we'll see what happens. Uh, F1, I don't know, F1 or F2, I, I go for... Look, he was in an unbelievably vulnerable position, and he was exposed to great physical harm as a result of that physical movement. If that's not a flagrant two, I don't know what is, unless it's just a punch. Um, I like this team top to bottom. I even like Anthony Leal sitting on the bench. Seems like he's having the best time in the world supporting these guys. You know, he doesn't get any run, got a little bit at the end of the Northern Illinois game. But I think the collective energy of this team is terrific. I really like it. Four years of fantasy has to end. Uh, Yeah, you know what? It it would be nice if these guys made their foul shots, that's for sure. Uh, But I... uh, I thought this is terrific. Race Thompson, better. Not better with the basketball, though. When he got picked from behind, I got hot. Right? You can't get picked from behind. He, he's been at Indiana forever. He's been a college basketball player for a long, long, long time. You can't get picked from behind. If you have any doubt of what you're doing, and if he should have doubt what he's doing when he's in the middle of, of the court, moving forward in transition... He should think, why am I doing this when I got other guys around me who can do it better? He's got to know that. He's got to know his role a little bit. Uh, I thought Geronimo was unbelievably good. I thought he made game-saving, game-winning plays. I thought Lander did too. I thought Johnson did. I thought Jackson Davis did. I thought Thompson did. Right? I thought that Cop did. Cop, when Indiana needed a bucket, remember last year, really the last four years, when Indiana needed buckets to stave off like a wave of negative energy, right? And, and you just wanted to stop the bleeding a little bit after a 7-0 run instead of having it become a 14-0 run. I thought Miller Cop was really good getting some buckets. Um, yeah, I thought the young guys were terrific. And Geronimo, they say he's the most NBA, re- not ready, but uh, the best potential NBA player on that team because of his athleticism, his length, his strength. I I thought he was really, really good. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent. By the way, if you enjoy these, hit subscribe, hit like, ring the bell so you get an alert anytime we go live, which we do at least twice during the week. Instant post games for Colts games, instant post games for IU basketball, sometimes Pacers if we feel like it, sometimes Butler if we feel like it. Tonight with Butler, we didn't really feel like it. During halftime, because the game was delayed a little bit as Butler went long, we got to watch some hard knocks. That was nice. We'll talk about that tomorrow morning, too. Can't wait for Breakfast with Kent on a beautiful Thursday morning here in central Indiana. Hoosiers win. Very, very nice. Two-point win is still a win, baby. So let's go beat the hell out of Louisiana. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.